Hoi chummers, just wanted to take a moment and let you know about our Patreon. While we release episodes of Shadow Running on Empty every single week, we actually have a backlog of about four episodes at any given time, just to give us a little cushion in case we can't report on our schedule for whatever reason. You know, like holidays or bug spirits. If you're interested in getting access to the episodes early, as well as a bunch of other benefits like artwork for the show, news on changes or rollouts, and sneak peeks, and other things coming up, five new yen a month over on patreon.com slash critical underscore hits gets you full access to all of the bells and whistles. You can even get a shout out for your support at the end of every single episode of Stimless as well. So if you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support our work as well as get tons of bonus perks, that's the best way to do it. Thanks for your time. Let's get back to the show. Hey Chummer, so easy mode here. I've been a GM of various games for the past 25 years. I'll be the host of the podcast, bringing in some much-needed information about the shadows. Hey, I'm Austin. I play Kaze in the Sinless game, and I am excited to learn more about the lore. Hello everybody, I'm Tyler, aka Captain Cozy. I play Zero on the Shadowrun actual play series, Sinless. It's time to get our lore going. All right, welcome back for a, another installment of Shadow Running on Empty. Today's topic is what it's like to live in the sixth world. In a very uneventful world where nothing bad happens to anybody. Yes, it's gumdrops and lollipops and rainbows for everyone. Neat. I don't know, you, <laughs> might, feel the, you might feel that way after you hear about what it's like to live in the sixth world. I mean, I'm excited to talk about the most pressing topic of the evening, which is going to be Taco Temple. Why it's the best restaurant in the sixth world. The undiscovered tacos. <laughs> Burritos like you wouldn't believe. All right. But what better way to start being a good citizen of the sixth world than starting out with getting your sin and what that is. Well, I'm glad that at least in the sixth world, you get to choose which thing you want. You know, normally it just happens organically, but well, unfortunately, we're we're not talking about the seven deadly. Mm. We're, we're talking about your system identification number. So this is what replaces a social security number, pretty much. They just wanted to have more fun with the wordplay on it. Is what I was is is my understanding. As connoisseurs why, of wordplay, I'm a fan. Yeah, why why call it an SSN when we could just call it an SIN and skip the middleman? It's so much easier. Right? It sounds so more okay. wholesome, doesn't it? I mean, also, there, uh, there's a de, like deep lack of security in the sixth world, so at least they're not lying? Well, don't worry. This one is secure to the max because not only is it going to be your social security number, it's your ID, it's your driver's license, it's your passport, it's your spending habits, it's your bank account, it's everything. I mean, that's pretty all-encompassing. 
Okay, so are are we gonna get into where like do you have a card for it or is it like for some reason I'm just like yep it's branded behind your eyeballs or something? No, it's all connected to your own. It's all electronic, so and you can have it connected to your certified cred stick. Oh, okay. Mm. That way, if ever you want to cross borders of any country, they just scan your cred stick. And it provides them with the, your SIN and any kind of pertinent information that they need. Your arrest record. And who knows what other kind of dirty secrets they try and keep and collate. Your vaccine records, I imagine. Oh, probably. Your blood type, all that. Like Medical okay. files. Now, if someone steals your SIN, is mm-hmm. that bad? Yeah, they have your life. Oh, cool. So, oh, it's much less secure. Because <laughs> not only do they essentially have your credit card, they also have your identity. Yes, it's Sick. much it's much more difficult. That's why uh, the system identification system is kept under a very, very heavy matrix security. Like we're talking like a ultraviolet system. Hopefully so it, not an AI system because, you know, as we've learned with previous experiences. They're very secure and reliable. Mm. As history mm-hmm. has taught us. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have committed myself to um, being the propaganda manager here um, on uh, Shadowrun on Empty. Everything is fine. Everyone is okay. <laughs> Come aboard the Arcology. Okay, wait. So if someone does take your card and they have all that, if they swipe it, and it's like secure, as you said. Would it mm-hmm. like flash of like this is not the person who who should have this card? It depends on the rating of your credit. Oh, stick. okay. So you have different levels of security that you can have. You can just do a simple fingerprint, or you could do fingerprint and retinal scan, or you could do fingerprint retinal scan voice id or you can have all of those plus a dna test and all that to get a room at a hotel depends on how fancy the hotel is really Mm, okay most people in the in the shadow run world are doing both retinal and fingerprint scans for their sins but not all four. Not all. Not usually all four. That's usually for like upper class, corporate, higher society, uh, celebrities. So, okay. Speaking of celebrities, I guess, um, what are the highest classifications of sin like cred sticks? So they go all the way from silver, silver to ebony. Oh, so you're telling me that my five rating five ebony cred stick under PD Williams, I'm a yes, baller, <laughs> would have all levels of security. Neat. <laughs> I should use that more. I don't. 
I've I realized, sorry, quick tangent. I don't know how to use money in Shadowland very well. <laughs> and I'm just kind of in loosey goosey. Yeah, okay. But I did write down the loot from a previous episode. So hey, I'm working. Good, good. So I'm pretty sure that my false identity that I'm trying to start a corporation under is a silver uh level cred stick, false identity cred stick. So maybe I need to step my game up on that one then if I uh, you know. If, if, if we're gonna have big business on mm-hmm. it might that. it definitely might be something to look into yeah that might need to be uh that need to be a thing <laughs> so once you get your sin now that we have that now it's time to get a job right wrong Ooh. right it's wrong, wrong. Right? That's no, wrong. Right. no. Yeah, right. upstanding That's wrong. citizens upstanding citizens not criminals come on oh. guys oh, trying okay. to be Okay. Trying to be the average person. You softball oh. pitched me so many times on this podcast so far. <laughs> easy, easy. I just like, I don't believe anything anymore now. Yeah. So everything is everything is a question. Don't trust the government. Yeah. Always, always question it all. That's the best. Don't trust the government. Policy. Trust the corporations. Yeah. No, Oof. no, Oof. no, no faith in big easy mode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> big easy currency is not accepted here. <laughs> all right. So we have to get a job. Yeah, we've got a sin. Now we got to get a job. We got to make that new yen, right? That's how we mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. So, what better place to start than working for a mega corporation? Oh, wait, that's like the starting line. That is yeah, like the, no, that makes sense. That is like the starting line. Yeah, that's you have to out. think that even if you do get a job working at say a retail location okay. like a like a weapons world. It's or a still, taco temple. Or a taco temple. No, no, no. That's it's like, still I, linked back to some mega corporation. A taco, some yeah, was, taco temple's owned by by uh, as uh, as technologies or as technology. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, it yeah. Is. I mean, yeah. come on. I, I no, I just had a dispute of thinking that they're only the most elite of employees work at Taco Temple. That's absolute silver, silver credits, silver sins only work at uh, Taco Temple. <laughs> silver, let's stick it up a notch. It's definitely gold. Only Hell yeah, there. baby. We're moving up. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> their fine dining begs to differ. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and how <laughs> we use fine dining very loosely in. No, nope, it's fine. No, it's terrific dining. But anyway, so mega corporation. If you had to describe the mega corporation is the starting line. If you had to describe the dining in one word, it'd be fine. <laughs> you know, better than not dining. So, what corporation should we work for? Well, let's just take Aries for an example. Mm-hmm. There's lots of benefits to working directly for a mega corporation. Usually the corporation will provide you the amenities that you need. It will provide housing, a place to be secure and safe uh, for your work environment, some lucky wage slaves, as they are canonically called by people in the shadows, get to live in cushy, cordoned off, corporately owned pieces of land that have high walls and defense barriers and mm. on-site security. But some of them even offer you on-site shopping amenities. You never have to leave the compound. <gasps> wow. I know. Jeff Bezos's world of tomorrow today. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, thinking about it. Man, 
This is what he would love. He would love for you to enter his his factory and never leave. And never have to leave. Yeah. Third floor housing, fourth floor amenities, fifth floor shopping, first two floors, uh, you know. Warehouse. Pea pea bottle work distribution. Uh, Yes, there's definitely no bathroom. It's like a megacore megacorp version of that black mirror episode where we're just all underground in like little cells working every day oh and we go and get on the bicycles uh-huh, and uh-huh. create electricity i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah and my the four walls in my room are led screens that are projecting like <laughs> you can't look away i can't look away now you have to watch all commercials that come up Add only viewing for my future, please. Ooh, Add free viewing. World. Add yeah. free viewing. No, thank you. Add sorry. Only. <laughs> you didn't buy the premium package. I'm sorry. The premium package includes content. So you went with the no content option. <laughs> no. <laughs> the other interesting thing that you have to take into account if you're working for a mega corporation and living on their compound is you abide by their rules. Of course. Not the rules of the government. Well, right. Because all mega corporations have their own are are their own governments, basically. Yeah. It's like they're their own fiefdoms. Yeah. That checks out. Mm -hmm. So it in within the sixth world, uh, what, what would you say? What would you guesstimate the percentage of people living in the UCOS and the COS that work for mega corporations would be I, either directly or indirectly. Yes, uh, I would say a good sixty to seventy percent of the population works either directly or indirectly for a corporation. I'm going to be honest. Now, li- living living actually on corporate land, that's probably a little bit smaller, but I, not by much. I don't think. I still feel like 70% is lower than I was expecting you to say. I thought you were going to say like <laughs> 90 to 95. Right. Live it like working in, in tangentially some way with the mega corporations. Well, you have to understand too that poverty is also very rampant as well. So you have the downtrodden mm. and the homeless and unemployment is very high. Uh, so you are either a wage slave or you're homeless. Mm-hmm. If, we're, or, if we're going off the or, baseline. Or you're, a sha- or you're a shadow runner. That's or it. Those are, those are the three... The three, the three states of existence in the, the sixth world. Yeah, the holy, <laughs> the holy trinity of sin, if you will. Ah, uh, yes. The holy sinity. The holy sinity. Yeah. Holy sinity. Um. So, if you didn't want to work for a megacorp, like, mm-hmm. how viable is that within the sixth world? Like, if you wanted to just open up a mom and pop shop, what are the likelihoods that that's actually like? successful i would say that depends on your mom and pop shop and what you're trying to do like if Mm. it's if you're trying to do a food-based like mom and pop's diner Mm -hmm. or uh a really good example of a lot of independent businesses fall to talismongers and magic related things Mm. how come there is not more megacorp involvement with magic that seems like something that they would have wanted to breach into. Each mega corporation definitely has its own subdivision working on magical research. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they share that publicly, mm. that's a whole nother can of worms. Okay. Gotcha. So it's more that they're interested in magic for their own means rather than, say, 
making money off of it. Yes. They're trying to monetize it in some way. Yeah, that makes monetize, sense. Then. Monetizing magic is kind of difficult. Yeah, magic seems like it's um it it, it always feels like any time that we have to use magic in in the game it feels like a real monkey's paw situation. It really does. I've always, I like, whenever I'm hearing people casting spells, I'm just mm-hmm. worried they're going to drop dead. And I, I don't have any evidence to point to that being the case. But yeah, well, it, it, it's like the only thing I feel comfortable asking either of the mage players we have to do is like, hey, can you go pop into the astral real quick and check this out for me? Because <laughs> it's the only thing I know of that's like, technically safe you know like i like it's like i don't want to ask him to cast a spell for me because i don't know maybe they're gonna spontaneously combust when they do it (laughs) so the way a little bit of the way that that works and Mm. we'll probably get into this again in a later podcast where we dive deeper into magic uh but just the simple way that it works is because mana is just now kind of creeping back into the world it's still low Mm -hmm. It's it. People are able to cast spells, but it's still strenuous. As the mana levels get higher, it will become less strenuous for people to cast spells. Gotcha. So it's more of an exertion and exhaustion type of issue, yeah. and not necessarily like a like a double edged sword of of casting. <laughs> right. Think of it as like a heavy workout. It, it's tough gotcha. to channel your mana, and it's even more difficult to do elemental magic like casting fireball is way more strenuous than someone casting stun ball right yeah that checks out so for private business running and non-corporate attached things the most successful ventures tend to be magic related is what you're saying yes especially shops talismongers that do any kind of reagent gathering for magical formula Mm. that's very very time consuming it can be very expensive to do enchanting itself is very time consuming and very expensive gotcha but the money's there but the the money is there the money is there i mean there are some mom and pop stores that exist and you are more likely to see mom and pop stores further away from major city centers Mm than you will in downtown sprawls like out in the barrens where you guys are especially in touristville you're more likely to find mom and pop stores that makes sense more because a lot of the corporations don't want to spend the time money and protection that would that it would take because you're in like almost a debilitarized zone that's what the barrens right yeah the 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 bottom line isn't worth it in that scenario exactly For sure. Well, now that you've got this cushy new job at Aries and you're doing great, you're getting along with your coworkers and Love you're it. really stepping up there in the uh, corporate world, right? Boy, howdy, am I going to make management this year? Well, let's say you get passed over for management and that really <laughs> just grinds your gears. Oh, man. But you know that you might be able to get a better management offer at a different corporation. Huh? Well, how do you do that? How do uh, it? There's got to be a better way. I'm I'm sure it is simple and non uh, <laughs> conflict causing. Yeah. Oh yes, not, yes. <laughs> not, 
Well, unfortunately, you definitely signed a contract when you started with Aries. And a lot of those contracts are very airtight, especially in their exit clause. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. The average way that most of these successful individuals that are desired elsewhere... Pick their own uh, death. i mean i guess that's one way to do it i was gonna say usually uh someone will go through a fixer and hire a shadow run team to extract them extract them yeah yeah okay best word i can think of other than blatantly kidnap interesting okay so there's people that 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 hire kidnappings on themselves to get away from mega corporations yes Oh, interesting. Whoa. Wait. Mm-hmm. That gives a lot of context to a certain something that we may have done yeah. recently. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. One of I our... feel like that may have opened uh, your eyes a little bit on a certain recent mean? endeavor. Yeah. What of what, what these here recent pod uh, game live play shows that we did here? Uh, a little bit more context, I think. A little bit, little bit, right? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it, is, it, it is either the individual wanting to leave the corporation and get away. And it's even harder if you have a family. Yeah, that makes sense. You have to take them all or else you run the risk of the former corporation you're trying to get away from using your family to um, entice you to stay. I feel like if you have a family at that point, then you go for the fake your own death route, right? I mean, has, it better be pretty thorough That's, in that fake game. It's got to be cheaper than trying to get the entire family out, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it really depends on how bad the other side wants you, I guess. <laughs> or how much new yen you've got stashed away to pay. That is also true. Mm-hmm. But that's only if you're directly working for a mega corporation. Like, if you're living in their compounds or in, in one of their arcologies or basically are on the corporately controlled land, Mm. then that's how you have to jump ship to another corporation. If you're out in like the retail world or working at a store or something like that, it's still the, the usual I've turned in my two weeks notice. Oh, well that's nice at least. Some things never change. Yeah. Right. Weird to say that that's comforting, but in the sixth world, (laughs) That's uh, pretty <laughs> it's, chill. It's kind of nice to know that it still works. Yes, there's some monotony. You can still hand over your apron at Taco <laughs> Temple and walk out. I don't know why you would, but... Oh, wait, so, okay. Okay, so you don't work directly for as technology if you work for Taco Temple? No, Taco Temple is more of like a subsidiary. Oh, it's, so it's like it's if loose... it's directly corporate. Yeah, if you're directly corporate, then... If you're, if you're living on the compound... Yeah, uh, you're, 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 you're not getting out. If you're behind That's the easy. fence, if you're behind yeah. the fence, it's not as easy to get out. Behind the very nice fence. Yes, the very Still nice high fence. fence with drones and armed mm. security guards. Mm. 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 So what does make living in the sixth world so great? Well, besides magic coming back, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. there is all the great technology that we get. A typical home is actually made from recycled polymer compounds. No way. Yeah. Some houses are actually 3D printed. Whoa. 
There is added soundproofing material to provide privacy, so you actually don't have paper-thin walls everywhere. No, now they're just plastic-thin. <laughs> Plaster-thin. <laughs> the modern polymer also provides the home with fire resistance, making modern dwellings resistant to all but the most hottest infernos. I feel like that was a direct correlation to the Halloweeners coming up on the emerging <laughs> onto, the, onto the field. Uh, that could be some foreshadowing. Who knows? <laughs> they were not up to code. Listen, if they can't burn the buildings down, they'll just tire themselves out and go home. Oh, um, man. <laughs> most of your windows are actually made of toughened glass that are coated with electrically sensitive laminate. And those will change tint levels as the day progresses. You're, you're telling me your home has transitions lenses? Yes, your hmm. home has transition lenses. That's pretty dope. And that's standard in all apartment buildings. Say you want to take it up a notch. And I do. You could, for your own private dwelling, uh, since the glass is already electri electronically sensitive, you can add circuits to it so that now, instead of the horrible downtown vista that you would see you can have it look like a palm beach oh wow this is actually the black mirror thing <laughs> yes you you actually can do that you, you can have your windows set to portray whatever vista you want Jeez, those hacks that make Shadowrun just ripping off Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> no original what ideas. Time someone took, took them to task. Yeah. Also, your typical modern home is almost completely automated for your convenience. That would be that would be for my convenience directly. I would I would appreciate that. Yeah, I will we... take I will take automated homes, thank you. When you wake up in the morning, every clock shows the same time as you glance across to the cup of joe that your coffee machine has been instructed to make exactly mm -hmm. to your temperature specifications. Mm. Yes, please. Huh. When you check the fridge for breakfast, you know all the food is still fresh since the fridge monitors the best before dates of all produce and alerts you before good food goes to waste i hate to say it guys but this is slowly convincing me that i just want to do a shadow run campaign where we're just everyday citizens in our nice homes <laughs> just working and just like just doing being sims. a wage slave just shadow a wage run slave sims. campaign yeah. yeah just like oh boy you know be normal wake up every day be definitely normal people like kevin <laughs> you know you'll have milk for that coffee because the fridge dispenser monitors the reservoir level and will automatically reorder your beverage you know what's funny is uh my my wife and i are actually in the middle of remodeling our kitchen right now and we went to go look at um like replacement appliancing because mm -hmm. we have a refrigerator that's legit from like the late 80s in it uh, oh, in there geez. currently so yeah. we were like you know we could stand for like a nicer newer refrigerator <laughs> and they the guy that was uh that was showing us the the units at uh at lowe's was showing us like 
the high end refrigerator where it's like Ooh. so so the thing you were talking about with the like it will let you know when your food will expire that mm -hmm. already exists i know whoa it it, it you, so you so on, on, be in the sixth world on today. smart on smart fridges you can log your like expiration date of your food and it will push notifications to your phone to let mm -hmm. you know <laughs> if you're no no listen this is where we get into the everything might be too connected for everybody's good <laughs> if you have locations on on your phone and your phone detects that you're at a grocery store and your smartphone knows that your milk is going to expire within two days it will send you a push notification to let you know hey since you're already at the store you might want to grab some new milk. <laughs> Leave and me I alone, think, house. <laughs> and I think that that is terrifying. Uh, well, guess what? This takes it even a step further. No. And, and that, it <laughs> notices that it notices that your milk is going to expire. Not only will it notify you the milk is going to expire, but it will order replacement milk for you and have it delivered. It's like infinite milk. <laughs> I don't never like run out again i don't like this i don't like any of this i the the other funny selling point to me was the the fact that the guy was like yeah and there's a camera in your fridge isn't so that if, cool <laughs> so if you go to the store and you're like do i still have any of this you can look into your fridge and see if you need it or not and i was like it's all it's it's like we have never existed for 60 years making grocery lists before that is like, a thing of the a, past. That's a, yeah. I'm living in. I'm low tech. Hey man, apparently. in the in writing the things paper, on paper exactly. is pedestrian. Exactly. And paper in, doesn't exist. It might not even be possible. Yeah. What a what a rich luxury writing a shopping list out would be in the yeah, sixth world. You're so entitled. <laughs> you must be a bajillionaire and have yeah. like five sheets of paper. Clearly, <laughs> I have an onyx level sin. So clearly, <laughs> how dare I? You get your newspaper printed in the morning don't you yeah and hand delivered so, uh, by the last dodo he is <laughs> <laughs> that has been cryogenically frozen for centuries he's been recreated specifically for my pleasure as a mailman <laughs> uh, you know we could be thinking at immortality but you're too busy getting milk from your dodo <laughs> hell yeah that's a sentence and if oh, he's wow. late Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we're about to see the last last dodo well Again. you can always just make another one right you got the cloning technology let's just say there's a reason that he's the last of the dodo oh no <laughs> <laughs> wait okay so okay so this is a quick tangent but if someone has a say a fax machine yes does that mean that they're like a billionaire with like a supply of this this yeah. paper how uncommon is physical paper in the sixth yeah. world because it it feels like something that we've played up <laughs> to comedic effect but also i am interested okay so it, it is definitely something that we have played up to a comedic level mm -hmm. uh in the live play mm -hmm. it is not as ridiculously rare as we make it out to be it's oh, just come on it's more <laughs> It's more of, I'd say, a social faux pas mm. because everyone is just plugged in. Why don't you just read your news off the Matrix or off a device like everybody else? Why do you need to hold the paper and uh, trash the planet, you wasteful oh, person? Oh, no. <laughs>
so from a from a social faux pas standpoint it it feels like what you're saying is it's like telling somebody that you don't have like a tiktok account you know yes like, yes yes okay okay except one of these has an effect on the earth and the other <laughs> one is tiktok yeah so get on so get on tiktok tyler oh no no i'm killing the earth because i don't twerk You're ruining the society and deforestizing the earth how dare you no. you could be dancing i could be twerking my way to a better world <laughs> please no I, I can see it now and you will be able to see it across millions of platforms when i guess i'm trying to save the world <laughs> One Good. rainforest at a time. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that you're finally on board. Oh boy, Hattie, I was blind. I the better example would be most people using a Kindle, and you are still wanting to go into a bookstore. Mm. Oh, that is a way better example. But I still like mine. So you're of telling course, me, of course, that canonically Zero was one of the last people in the world to have a a, a piece of paper. That we, if you check early episodes, Zero had a piece of paper that he was writing uh-huh. on, and everyone was like, "Whoa, that's so rare!" Yeah, and I and I don't even know what happened to that sheet of paper. Anybody seeing you write on it out in public would be, just, oh, oh, they would, no. they oh. would immediately throw up in the street. They would just <laughs> projectile out of sheer disgust. Don't you know what you're doing to the environment? Is yeah. there like a, a parent but sheared their paper? children? <laughs> Uh, actually PETA does still exist in the oh great (laughs) well and it's expanded to now include paranormal critters too okay i was gonna say are they the terrorists the bioterrorists they they are seen uh by some corporations as eco-terrorists yes in the sixth world, it's just called pets. It's people for the ethical treatment of trees. Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! I love it. I hate it. I hate it. I love it. They are literally the antithesis of the Halloweeners. <laughs> the complete exact opposite. Oh. They Halloweeners want to burn everything down. Pet wants to grow everything up by burning everything else. By down. burning everything else down. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Just... Take your corporate building and tear it down. Mm-hmm. This was all from us talking about milk. <laughs> milk. milk. This yeah. is all from milk. Milk is a gateway drug to bioterrorism as well. <laughs> well, obviously. Oh, no. Did, didn't you know? Uh, it's, I, you I'm take pretty one sh- swig and you're hooked. <laughs> you, have, have you checked your carton to make sure that it came from a consensual pasteurization oh, farm? You know, cows, know. Are, cows have feelings too. Yeah, cows yeah. have rights, Tyler. Jeez. Oh, the sixth world is a nightmare once again. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, we're sour on it. Like your milk would be if it expired in your fridge. Oh, ha cha cha. Wow. So yeah, that's how uh, your fridge works. <laughs> that answers all my show. questions. I have nothing else that I need to know. Yeah, about. there's nothing more important out there. We've covered it. That's so it. there's still more automation for your house. Don't worry. Oh, I haven't oh, do left t- anything out. You tell me more. Uh, okay, okay. I need an entire section dedicated to the bathrooms. <laughs> Well, as you walk from room to room, motion sensors automatically switch the lights on and off and adjust them to your preset preferences. Oh my god. You can even set them for time of day or season. (sighs) So yes, 
you no longer have to string Christmas lights. You can just set your apartment to Christmas. <laughs> but what will the Christmas light industry do in the off season? Where, how will all of the college dorm kids give them money? I don't. This is I. Somebody think of the corporate, the other corporation. <laughs> think of the small corporation. Well, it looks yeah, like they've think been of the Bob eaten and by the corpse. bigger corporation. No, oh, no, not capitalism. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the true victim is capitalism. The true, the true villain was capitalism all along. Who true, knew? Exactly. Who could have guessed? <laughs> oh, and speaking of uh, how you said your fridge has an internal camera, so you you could you know. He tried mm-hmm. to sell you the internal one so you could mm-hmm. look at whatever's in there. Uh, all, all of your appliances in the six world have some kind of monitoring system. That's terrifying. Hmm. I hate that. I hate that so much. Take that I, into account and then think about Deckers. I don't want to. I like. I hate the fact that my phone does it, man. Like <laughs> I could not imagine living in an entire house that is always listening. Okay. That is legitimately genuine. Uh, how are they supposed to know what ads to target you with? Oh no! Maybe have a conversation and get to know me as a person, no. Matt, nope. instead nope. of just being nope. a number and a cog in nope. the machine. Your nope. fridge is Your fridge is, is tracking you. Yeah, you thought you were tracking it. It was tracking. Oh you. no! Okay, wait. I've never, okay. I've never trusted big fridge. If, if, if <laughs> It just gets cut, it gets cut. But are you telling me that it's even easier for people to look at my butthole now? Oh. <laughs> uh, sadly. First off, has not sadly. been a challenge in the modern day. But within the sixth world, let me tell you, buddy, you've got multiple websites dedicated. I would be flattered if I wasn't so horrified. <laughs> but, but better keep those nudes on a secure server. I'm just yeah. talking about if those dudes better camera... be on an Onyx level. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say no, but like if, if, where? Man. Okay, cameras are everywhere in in households. Uh, on most appliances, yes. Oh, okay, so not the toilet. Are there cameras no. on the toilet? That's what Tyler's trying. That's to ask. basically <laughs> what I without <laughs> sounding like a weirdo. That's what he's trying. Yeah, to all I'm asking for no. is people can see my butthole. <laughs> Don't make it weird. <laughs> No, it's a simple no, yes or no. Easy. There's no camera can, in the uh, toilet. I'm feeling really judged right now. <laughs> can they see me wink from all three points? That's my question. Yes or no. <laughs> I just I'm asking the answer. important questions that the people These at home want to know. These are the real important questions people yeah. want to know. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I have a voice for the people. Cost will rise me. again. Okay. <laughs> can they see my starfish? <laughs> Uh, wow. okay 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 more more automated homes oh please. boy yes more automated homes mm. however your uh shower is automated oh no 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 cameras in the shower oh, okay. but you, you set mm. your temperature and everything and it'll automatically my question is if you have a glass front a like a like a sliding glass shower mm-hmm. could you technically install it with like the same background tech that you would be able to put on windows absolutely oh, shit. yes because that would be cool yes you that absolutely i would be can. okay with. okay that i'm down with that so would be you sick. could have them self-tint or fog or switch to any kind of outside ah. vista you know you want to feel like you're showering out in the rainforest jungle go for it 
that's the, where I've always wanted to be naked most. <laughs> <laughs> in the well, middle in, of the rainforest. In the sixth world, I don't recommend it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nature sounds like a nightmare in the well, sixth world. So, Small spoiler, mm. uh, the Amazon rainforest is awakened. Good. That's as it dope should be. as hell. As it should be. Uh, we can we can talk about that at a later date as well. Ooh. But ooh boy, ooh boy, ooh boy, the things <laughs> going on in there. I think that we should just have an episode called Exotic Vistas and just do like the Amazon <laughs> and what 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 the fuck's going on with Antarctica? That's what I want to know because I feel like there's there's probably something nuts going on in the Arctic Circle. Are you are you ready for this? I, I actually have something for you. No, too. no, I want to know in a future episode, <laughs> and so do our dear listeners. So okay. we will. Treat well, them I don't to know, that, but I don't know. It's kind of tied to this one. Mm? They are able to grow barley in the Arctic. In the Arctic? Yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's genetically altered, so it can grow in the Arctic. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Of all huh. the insane things you've said, this is one of those where I'm like, I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I true, don't know if that makes sense. True story for the sixth world. Huh. That's pretty cool. So uh, everybody's just everybody's up in the Arctic Circle making small batch craft beer and well talking of... about their fantasy <laughs> sports teams and yes, yeah, it's all a bunch all of dads in the beers. Arctic Circle and garages making. They're craft talking beers. about this year's Super Brawl. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, making their super brawl fantasy teams. Yeah, their and, urban brawl fantasy teams. Yeah, yep. they're they're in their like igloos. They're cybernetically enhanced igloos, <laughs> drinking a craft beer in Antarctica, talking about how they hope the Lakota era is taken home this year. Well, but they have to go out to their to their igloo garage slash man cave because they're only allowed to ferment outside. Because uh, you know, not allowed to have it inside the house. <laughs> so true. And we could cover these important steps here. Absolutely. Again, how to homebrew a... in the Antarctic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and many call, other life hacks. I call this one yellow snow. Oh hey, my god. It's a it rich it's a rich foamy amber. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your rich foam. Light on, light on mm. calories, full on flavor. <laughs> this is taking a turn. This oh, has taken a turn. So automated homes. <laughs> Don't forget that your oven mm. is equipped to cook, broil, nuke, toast, boil, cool, or freeze your food. All based off of any recipes that you pre-program into it. Yeah, that checks out. So you get home from your your you know, mundane wage slave job. Mm-hmm. And you just go to your oven and you're just like, oh man, I really want meatloaf. Oh, and I do. And you just press the meatloaf button and then your oven. And then the front of the oven it. opens and it goes, and I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. Because that's the stove that I want. That sounds amazing. Okay, so, so in have, relation, you have in, drones in your in your home. So when you start doing that, and it'll just auto cook it for you. The drone pre makes everything based off the recipe that you have installed, and then your oven does the rest. Yeah, but I feel like the drones would be missing the most important ingredient: love. <laughs> How so, dare you! 
How just, dare you? I'm just saying, would probably still make the meatloaf myself and then just let the oven cook it I'm, like I do currently. I'm pretty sure when we talked about the arcology, we talked about how AR, AI are perfectly capable of love. <laughs> of, of love. Right? Of love. Of understanding love. <laughs> um, so... In that in that same vein, then, because of uh, the many many different settings uh, you had mentioned for our ovens now in the future, mm-hmm. if if I wanted to just make ice cream, would yeah. my oven be able to make <laughs> ice cream for me? Uh, if you have the recipe pre-programmed and you've got the milk from as your as long fridge, as you've got the goddamn milk, my infinite milk. <laughs> The Mobius milk. The answer <laughs> is yes. Oh man, this is a beautiful, beautiful world. Uh, not to mention that your home is also cleaned by drones, <sighs> and they're they're a little more advanced than the Roomba. A little and, more. Yeah, and so. and oh, and the even better part about that is you never see them. Mm-hmm. They do all the cleaning when you're out, and they slide back into predetermined spots in your home, like behind walls and stuff. So you never see the cleaning bots, but your house mm. is always clean. Okay. Um, I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm realizing how many shows crib from stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, there was a, what was it? Love, Death and Robots? I think had an episode, yeah, that was based around automated home drones. And they're going haywire? Uh yeah, and killing people. Uh, again. Um, yeah. See, again. It, you're you have to worry about that with Deckers. They they can kind of be weaponized. See, it's funny that you mentioned Love Death and Robots as your point for that, because my point of reference for that is the Simpsons. Oh. Which is in the episode you only move twice where they move to the to like where where Homer gets the job working for the James Bond villain Hank Scorpio? Oh, that was and, that was a great episode. <laughs> and and Marge is is a stay at home mom, but the house is entirely self automated. <laughs> oh, so no. she just she just develops a day drinking habit where she oh, just no. kills bottles of wine because she doesn't have anything to do. And the best part is every time it cuts back to her, she goes to clean something, and the house just cleans it. And then she takes a <laughs> sip of wine, and the music just goes ba 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 ba. It's so good. That's amazing. Oh man, I almost forgot about that. Oh, it's like my it's top so three great. episodes of The Simpsons. Man, <laughs> Hank Scorpio is the best. Uh, I loved, I loved that one. That was a good one. But, but yeah, so self automation is terrible. People don't get behind it. Uh, I, I was also gonna say like now I've been imagining that like the sixth world is still like recognizable to how our current society is with the exception of you know like the magic and and all Mm -hmm. the magical creatures and shit yes and now i'm just now i'm just going to be imagining that it's just wally but with magical creatures all over (laughs) where humans are just fat lumps of flesh that float around in their pods and have everything done for them and (laughs) we've become so unself-reliant that we have reverted back to like no bone density, no muscle tissue. We are possibly approaching that. I mean, if you keep up with some of the futurology stuff that is coming out, we're fast approaching what is the Shadowrun Six world, just without the corporate without extraterritoriality. The yeah, I was going to say the magic part's pretty crucial. I think without the magic, let's be fair. Corporate extraterritoriality—that's the next step. That's like. 
with like by 2030 we're gonna get to fucking corporate extraterritoriality that's this a point. very dystopian future yeah when when samsung at&t amazon runs for president and we can't <laughs> stop it in 2040 <laughs> Not even Jeff Bezos, it's his AI. It's just yeah. his AI. Yeah, it's Jeff 2.0. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and finally, all of your mm. modern homes, of course, have built-in security systems, mm-hmm. a panic button, and matrix access. Hopefully those two things are not next to each other. <laughs> no. Uh, usually you're your home apartment or your home has a central server where all of this is connected and run. Mm, okay. So, so like a you hub. really, yeah, you have a hub central server. So if you really, 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 really want to stop the automation, just destroy the server. So it would be like a, uh, like a hot water heater closet here in modern homes, the, the yes. equivalent of that, but yes. for the internet. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. That's fair. I can get behind that. And that's your average dwelling. That's not even taking into account like the high end like uh penthouse apartments. I don't even want to know things like that. I don't even I don't even want to know what rich people living is like in the in the sixth world because it's already it's, it's opulent. It's it's unnecessarily opulent in modern day. I can only imagine in in Mega corp dystopian future <laughs> settings, how ridiculous it gets to. Right? Ugh. I will say, though, all things considered, that is a pretty considerably good standard of living mm-hmm. for like your wage slave minimum, you know, like yeah. menial worker type person. That's a pretty solid deal. Like, that's really not too bad. Yeah, that's how they get you. Yeah, well, obviously. Well, consider me got. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ren Raku, yes, Well, hey, (laughs) now that we've talked about getting a job and how you get your job and how you live, how do you relax? How do I relax? Well, what is there to do for fun in the sixth world? I feel like we haven't really talked about that. I mean, living seems pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck, because as the sun goes down, the neon lights flicker on. Ooh. Most cities will boast impressive arrays of clubs, bars, and entertainment venues. Clubs and bars, of course, serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. And the legal drinking age is still 21. Mm. Lame. Uh, popular it- clubs. Clubs Isn't tend Tyler? to be that's all of the conversation. <laughs> Popular clubs tend to be loud, intense places with large dance floors, DJs, lights displays, and a standing cover charge. Yeah, this is all sounding pretty familiar. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, most of the nightlife entertainment, I mean, other than being more flashy than what we have today, it's relatively the same. Makes sense. Right? It sounds standard. Standard fare for what we currently have, right? Well, here's the next step. In the sixth world, you could also go to Matrix Clubs. I mean, I feel like we're maybe a year away from that at this point. Let's be fair. 
And by that, I don't mean everybody wears tight leather and it looks like some kind of dominatrix oh. type thing. Dude, if it's not oh. all it's not black leather. kind of matrix it, club, sorry. If it's not all black leather with sunglasses and the chemical brothers pumping doing? through the speakers, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. So most, most matrix clubs offer the same entertainment as real world apart from two things. One, you have the anonymity of an online persona, meaning you can be anything you want. Mm-hmm. And two, the creativity possible in an environment not constrained by real-world physics. You can go to a Matrix club that's bumping neon flashing lights everywhere, but is um, in the sky and everything's made of clouds. I mean, I feel like this is just VR chat, right? Yeah, this is just VR chat. <laughs> We're just catching up to Shadowrun. Yeah, we we literally right? are. Like like I said, I this is like a year away from us now. I could totally see this being a thing. Oh yeah, Matrix clubs. Yeah, uh, they'd be VR clubs. Yeah, except I could see it. Except we would have to call them the Meta clubs because you know. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. agree. Daddy really Zucks agree. wants his fingers in your pie. <laughs> Daddy Zucks needs the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, let's be fair. That's like a probably like a way cooler way to go out to a nightclub anyway. Like you go to a club. It's just going to be hot. It's loud. If you don't like dancing, there's nothing to do there. You go to a Matrix club, man, you can like ride in on a dragon, <laughs> fight zombies and drink, okay. yeah. fake alcohol. All you, and all you need, though, is a data jack. You have to have a data jack to be able to access into Jack into the Matrix. Mm. And what, pray tell, is a data jack so easy? So your average data jack in the sixth world is actually a very simple non... Well, it's kind of invasive. That's not true. <laughs> it's a very simple, typical surgery. Like you could you in the sixth world, you can go to the mall mm. and get a data jack surgery. Oh, cool! And be done in a few hours, and, and then and then go to a Wetzel's Pretzels on the way home and treat yeah. yourself. Yeah, exactly, win, treat win, yourself. Win. Yeah, uh, go to the Cookie Factory. You know. Yeah, if you're a weirdo like me, go to the Barnes and Noble, buy real books. Who does that? <laughs> buy real books? What no one freak. does that. <laughs> you're so, ruining uh, the environment. Yep, basically, it's all me. <laughs> basically, think of a data jack as you're installing an Ethernet port into your body. Mm-hmm. 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 More so. So to go back to these Matrix clubs, like the like the films, not the internet, you know, like uh, <laughs> that type of situation, if you will. Yeah, you just have to have a Matrix connection, and uh, you're good to go as long as you have a data jack. So I would you imagine plug in. I, I I'm sorry. I I'm getting caught up on you almost saying that it's a non-invasive surgery. <laughs> Isn't it like plugging into like your neurological system in order well, to like, have you connected to the matrix that way? Look, <laughs> it has to connect to your neurons. Uh-huh. So it's like they're running a line to your brain. Yeah, that seems pretty invasive, my friend. <laughs> yeah, but you can do it in an afternoon. That's how good they are at it now. Uh, that's fair. Hey, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Not doubting the quality right? <laughs> it's just the weird places that you would place your data jack uh the average person just has it done and installed like right behind their ear what if tyler wants to put his data jack where people can see it when he's using the bathroom if you know what uh-huh, i'm saying uh-huh. i'm if you really want to you can you, you and i can. do that's just and... more wire they have to run down your body that's all well 
Gotta pay for the premium views. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we take a quick second? <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Captain Coach Tyler here. I am not a pervert. <laughs> That's not true. Hang on. <laughs> That's a lie. Okay, sorry, sorry. I, you didn't let me finish. I'm not a pervert that wants you to look at my butthole. <laughs> oh, that's fair. You have to oh earn. You have to earn that privilege. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm like wow. four years. Deep and for on this five dollars a month, you, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> if you want to subscribe to his only Jack. You know what I'm yes. talking about. <laughs> jack in and Jack out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We did it. We, we did it. We did it. We did, we did, did it. it. <laughs> it only took us four episodes. Uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's life in the sixth world. Uh, God. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it even more weird. Hell yeah! Ow. Let's go. <laughs> I know, right? So now we've established what. A data jack is and mm-hmm. the matrix and uh matrix clubs right mm-hmm. well say you don't want to do that or you don't want to leave the comfort of your home mm-hmm. and uh you'd rather just uh watch something like a movie or the t- the television mm-hmm. well you have two options there you can watch your movie on a regular flat screen tv boring or you can watch your movie in Tridio, which is a 3D project- projection of the movie. Now, is it true or false that Tridio killed the radio star? Because I've heard mm. a lot of hearsay about this. <clears throat> that is an investigation that is definitely ongoing. I have to agree, though, that uh, this Mysterious next bit, forces. SimSense, <laughs> oh, Simsense definitely killed the radio star. Mm, I see. I see the mysterious forces. They're at it again. They're at it again. Those sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got your flat screen or Mm -hmm. your tritio to watch your shows or movies. Mm -hmm. But why watch your shows or movies? Mm. Right? When you could be a part of them. I could be a show or movie? Well, you could be the character in the show or movie that you're watching. Your favorite movie, you could be the main character. Hmm. This is this hmm. is where SimSense hmm. comes into play. I'm starting to see the appeal of the Matrix now. <laughs> I understand. Yes. Well, this is the fun part. With SimSense, you don't need uh, a data jack. Well, then. Yeah. That just makes it all the more appealing. With a SimSense rig, Mm -hmm. you can become the main character of your movie. You could become the main character of your favorite TV series. Now, you said the word rig, and generally, uh, my knowledge of, you know, cyberpunk aesthetics has led me to believe that if something is a rig, that probably means more invasive tampering again. (laughs) So how does one connect to SimSense, pray tell? Well, if you don't have a data jack, which would be the easiest way, mm-hmm. then you can get a full rig, which is much like a pod-like chair that you would sit in, and then the goggles would go over your face, and you would have uh, 
<laughs> You'd have some electrodes attached to you as well, so you get the full immersive experience. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Electrodes, you say. I'm expecting, it, like, the helmet inv- with, like, the giant, <laughs> like, you know, brain spikes that go in in order to make sure that you're comfortable. I mean, it is a helmet that fits over your head and the visor drops down. Uh-huh. Uh, and then what happens between that and when you take it off? Who knows? Who knows? Who indeed knows? That's between you and Cyber Jesus. Uh, you can only imagine what made SimSense so popular. Uh, I'm going to imagine that it is uh, feel-good buddy cop movie. The hub strikes oh. again! <laughs> Uh, it's not feel good, uh, buddy cop movies. I'm sorry. Uh, they are feel good movies of a certain type, though. Hey, oh, they are. Hey, it started as a cop procedural, but became something more. Tyler, once more, do you want to uh, get your your plug and promos in here while we're talking about this? Or, uh, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> let me tell. <laughs> no, no, my my outfit hasn't come in yet, so sorry. Oh, I don't want I don't want to be see. false let's advertising. So, so what you're saying is the reason why Simpsons is so popular is uh. Say, for a point of comparison, the same reason why Blu-ray beat HD DVD. <laughs> yes, and if you know the history behind that, you understand what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Insider baseball to our insider baseball. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, um, no, that, that checks out. That seems like exactly what you would use the Simpsons <laughs> for. <laughs> uh, I do have an actual list of some Tridio shows. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we got on that list? Uh, uh, here we have one called there's guess what everybody Survivor makes it into the sixth world. Of course it does. It just uh, ramps up. Are you ready? It's Survivor the Arcology. Oh, uh, whoa. no. That whoa. sounds like a nightmare. We make a game out of the Arcology. So I'm assuming that this show came into fruition before the Arcology went into lockdown, right? Uh, a- after. After. After? What? Yeah, after. Oh, Wait, so are God. these like people that are outside of the Arcology going uh, back in? Uh, uh, no, it's after the Arcology has been cleaned out. It's Survivor Renraku Arcology. Who will get booted from the previously sealed upper floors of the Arcology this week? Oh, so it's like a novel experience to go to this place. Who will get murdered in the upper floors of the Renraku <laughs> Arcology is the better question. What the hell? <sighs> That's yeah. pretty badass. It's like combat sports just go up another notch. <laughs> it's like I just imagine that there's like one dude who's like fighting for his life against like automated security drones while in the other room two women are arguing about one of them sleeping with the guy that she like <laughs> in the previous week's episode. Exactly. Oh man. Uh you've got the Seattle Lone Star Beat Report. A uh, new is... Shadowrunner terrorist gang threatens your livelihood. Find out how you can stop them. Oh, okay. Oh, so is by... that like is that like Mega Corp anti Shadowrunner propaganda news? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, oh, cool. No. All right. Uh, oh, we've got Arise Humanity. The Humanist Poly Club Forum presents Surge, the true danger we face. Finally, a TV show for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, there's Kitchen Witchery. 
Wanda okay. the Kitchen Witch whips up her latest magical brews and enhancing elixirs. This I would legitimately watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. I don't even have a joke about this one. I would just, I would watch this. This That's that cool sounds time. That sounds delightful. You know which one we're waiting for. There's a there's one there's one trivia that we're waiting mm-hmm. that we're waiting for you to mm-hmm. do today. Um, you haven't done it, it happen, yet. Would it happen to be worm talk? You sure would. Well, that's mine. I, <laughs> it's absolutely mine. Uh, yeah. I've never worry. I've never missed an episode of Worm Talk. Don't worry. There's also Carl Combat Mage. Woo! Let's go. That will enhance your life experience. It will not rot your brain, as some detractors will have you believe. You how? No, dare it'll just you. reprogram it and turn you into how a sleeper dare weapon. You. <laughs> it gives you it doesn't purpose. rot it so much. It gives you. Than, uh, it, it, it gives you purpose. You know, an unstoppable weapon. The imp- <laughs> The implementation of which we don't oh know the God. full scope of yet, but so it'll definitely do it. So say you've been out all evening uh, hitting the clubs <laughs> really hard, and you don't want to make your way all the way back home. Instead, you're going to grab a hotel. No, nope, you're going you're gonna <laughs> to grab a hotel. Oh, I thought I was going to take a Johnny you got cab. some options here. You can either, you know, go and hang out at... A coffin, you can get a coffin motel, which is the cheap, inexpensive way, or you could go get one that you would think of today. Now, coffin motels are unique. Mm, okay. Uh, they do exist today in some corners of the world. It's basically just a pod. Yeah, it's a pod hotel. Yeah, yeah. It's just a single it's a pod hotel, like, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to get. That okay, has a yeah. bed. You can sleep. You'll you'll rent a locker. There's a communal bathroom wash area, and you just are in this little thing that you can just lay down in because you can't stand up. Oh, that's cool. Actually, that's on my bucket list of things I want to experience. A pod hotel. Yeah, or like or like um, definitely those would be different. That have like the compartment that's like your own seat, but it's also a bed. Mm, yes. I, okay. Another quick tangent. I I do. Yeah, I do follow a channel on YouTube that the is just this trains. person yeah, who travels on the cool. different transit things, like the like the one that's like a sleeper train and stuff like that. And it is very cool. It sounds interesting and different. I don't know if I would want to actually stay in a pod hotel. I guess if I have no other choice, yeah, it's probably the most inexpensive way to do well, it. Well, you spend the entire evening at Dante's and then you stumble into your pod. <laughs> That's true. I've, That's true. I've 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 I I've watched my fair share of YouTube videos about pod hotels. They 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 are conceptually cool <laughs> and real and, and application sound like a nightmare to be in. I'm not gonna lie. It's like every single one that I watched, it's like two guys that'll go do it. Then they'll be like, so how'd you sleep last night? And he's like, well, <laughs> I heard the guy next to me get up every 30 minutes to go use the bathroom. And oh, it was hot because there's no climate control inside of them because oh. that would require you to have like individual AC units for every pod. 
so Jeez. so he's constantly like yeah you know i sweat like through the entire night and <laughs> i couldn't use my sheet but uh that's nice i probably well, got about four hours of actual well sleep, you'll be happy so, to know that they have you know we're ready to go seize the day in six world you have your climate control in your coffin perfect that's good <laughs> that's good then yes that would be cool <laughs> then i would then i will go with you on that one i so <clears throat> outside of like traditional Transit. travel what is like the travel like the so you've got transit your infrastructure like in and the sixth world. obviously you know uber and uh, and public buses mm -hmm. and if the city is built for mm -hmm. it either elevated trains or subways right uh what the sixth world can offer you as well is there is mm -hmm. also air travel options like they put you in a cannon and shoot you to the other side of the city or <laughs> no they're actually taxi helicopters oh that's kind of cool whoa and uh vector thrust vehicles mm. as well vector thrust vehicles mm -hmm. they're called vtols oh okay. yeah vertical takeoff and landing and Yes, and all air traffic control in the city for transit is handled via drone. And there is actually wow. a air traffic control center for transit, for city transit, as opposed to an actual air traffic control for all commercial or international flights. So it's just one air traffic control for everything. No, no, it's two oh. separate. One oh, for it's two separate. One, okay. Yeah, one for city infrastructure, gotcha. one for commercial airliners. That is very reassuring because if it was all for one, that sounds like it would be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it would. Like, Jesus. oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then also, all flight in the city is restricted to be under a certain altitude. That makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. That way, you're not actually getting into the same altitude area that most commercial airliners are going to be in so so you said that they have taxis and and you had brought up uber does the concept of rideshare exist in this in the sixth world like do we have uber and lyft yes they do exist uh, whether you trust them that's up to you and whether they're actually willing to take you to some of the destinations I, in the sixth world that's I just, also I just, up for debate i just like to imagine a scenario where like you get in and it's like a it's like a like a like a troll driving uh -huh. and he just like offers you a little mini water yeah and it looks even smaller because he's a giant <laughs> troll man well you're in his giant troll uh yeah. adapted vehicle so yeah normally it'd be like a minivan that seats four but you can squeeze in six yeah <laughs> Uh, mo I would say most of them operate within like the downtown, uh, downtown area, Everett, uh, Bellevue, Auburn. They're in most of the highly densely populated areas. It's very difficult to try to convince uh, like a ride share to come all the way out to say the Barrens. Ah. Uh... I mean, in I fact, feel like that's still in, also true again to this day. <laughs> like, in fact, yeah. most public transportation that goes out to the Barrens is either only through automated cab or automated bus. Mm -hmm. People don't oh, want to okay. go. Yeah, that checks out. How wild. So now we've covered what it's like to do SimSense 
We've got the Tridio, the different shows that you have, mm-hmm. Matrix options. You've got your nightclubs that you can go to. Well, how about for the more active sixth world person? Mm-hmm. Let's talk sports. Ooh, sports. Bum, 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 ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. That's all talk- we can do so we don't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a sport that I have very much been wanting to learn more about in the sixth uh, world. I will. I will open the floor, and it's called you death. Can ask racing. about you all can right. Ask about let's, any sport you want. Uh, I will confirm whether it exists. Oh no, I know this one exists because okay, okay. Uh, we've we've had on the show. But uh, sure. I want to know about urban brawl. Absolutely, I have a bunch for urban brawl. Neat. There is it. Urban brawl. Originally started out actually as. <laughs> a contest between two rival street gangs that happened to be captured on video and World broadcast Star. live. Yeah, basically World Star. <laughs> uh, but it was such a hit that they, of course, some corporations saw an opportunity. So they jumped on board and syndicated it. And I mean, now, operations looking after your best interest once or, again. Urban right? Brawl really does just seem like World Star taken to the natural to the next logical. Yeah, it's televised. Like, yeah. Well, you have to also think uh, Urban Brawl also has the soap opera style of off-court reality TV that no. you see with wrestling. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're speaking yes. my language. Yes, yes, it does. Oh my god! So you follow your favorite players. Oh. They'll probably end up cutting promos. Man, You've this got... is somehow more arousing than talking about cyber porn. <laughs> this, is, this is honestly just reminded me of Battle Dome. Did anybody yes. else oh here ever God. watch Battle Dome? Battle Dome. Mm-hmm. This is just Battle Dome. Like, give us, give us more Terry Crews, <laughs> and let us watch them beat the shit out of each other. That's all I want. So, each urban brawl game is separated into what's called a brawl zone. Nice. This mm-hmm. is typically three city blocks wide and four city blocks deep. They okay. are they are all secretly selected from the worst ghetto wastelands and secured just days before each match. And this is done so you don't have the rabid fans showing up to try to be in the brawl zone, which Ooh. has happened, and there have been a few fatalities. A few? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. So once you have your brawl zone designated, two teams of 13 brawlers will enter the zone. Each team is equipped with regulated firearms, melee weapons, and heavy armor. The entire goal is to get a ball into the opponent team's goal zone and drone cameras are there to catch all of the brutal action the brawl ball is actually about the size of a soccer ball and is colored brightly in a neon color so it's very hard to try to hide it experience the violence experience the mayhem experience urban brawl This fall, the best of the best go head-to-head to to determine who is king of the streets. 
worlds will collide as the undefeated Lakota Arrows fight to retain the crown against the New Orleans Tombstones. Will last year's champions continue their dominance? Or will the rising upstarts pull off the ultimate upset and gain their first franchise title? This Thanksgiving, bones will shatter, hearts will break, and champions will be crowned at this year's Super Brawl. Order your Matrix Pass today, or experience the action in full AR with our Cyber Brawl Comlink feed. For fans who want to experience the brutality in ultra-violent detail, our SimSense Dive will let you get into the game. Super Brawl 44, free for all in the sprawl. And then you have you have offensive positions. Your offensive positions include scouts, bangers, heavies, and blasters. Your scouts are a little bit light, more lightly armored. And they're the ones that are going to be quick and are ranging out ahead of the team to try and find routes that are safe to get to the goal zone. That's your, dope. your bangers have medium armor and their personal sidearm or melee weapon, and they're going to be kind of your, I would say, running backs. And then your heavies are the ones in armor that are rocking your assault weapons or shotguns. Now, is this like legitimate death sport? Uh, no, all of the rounds that they're firing are gel rounds. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, the, the corporation's paying for you to participate. It doesn't serve to kill you in the it's arena. Like no, that, wrestling. no, that makes sense. I just, that's, that, that is one of the things that I was, uh, that I was wondering. Right. And then you have your blaster, which is the one that has the super heavy weapon, like uh, an, a light machine gun on a gyro harness. Mm-hmm. Your scouts are also going to be the ones that are typically carrying the brawl ball because they can move the fastest. They're also the least armored. Yes. Mm. And then you have the non-offensive positions. You have the medico who will try and basically give you what little uh, (laughs) medical care they can inside the brawl zone to make sure that you can keep going. And then, of course, there are the refs that are in the brawl zone all over the place. And all the refs are also in brightly colored heavy armor so they can easily be identified because there are penalties should you intentionally try to harm a rat. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they didn't make like field medic a position though, like for the team, you know. Well, it's a non-offensive position. Mm. So they're are they like in the fray with the rest of the offensive people? Uh they can be or they can be called in. They typically hang towards the back of their team. Uh, and on their armor, it's usually got like a white helmet and white shoulder pads, so you can designate that the medico is a non-combatant. Gotcha, and then target them first. Uh, actually, <laughs> there's there's penalties for that. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Safety. If you take out the support, then the then the, the rest of the fall. system 
fumbles and falls exactly everybody knows if you've played any video game ever you always take care of the support first always so there is another non-combat position called an outrider Mm. uh they are combat and they're usually on some kind of motorized vehicle Mm -hmm. the outrider can fight and can also carry any other brawler on his cycle the ball carrier may not get a lift from the outrider so is it more of like a scout position? No, the outrider is there to try and get your guys where they need to go quickly. Like mm. say your scouts have found uh, a weak a weak spot, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to get your bangers or a blaster into position really quick so that one of your scouts who's the ball carrier can start making their way through. So he hops on with the Outrider to get him transported over there really quick. Gotcha. Rapid deployment unit instead. Yes, but he's okay. still he's still combat. He's still a combat. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, Medicos carry no weapons at all. Yeah, that tracks. Yep, the Medico cannot engage in combat, and players who deliberately attack him are slapped with a penalty. Unless mm. he's on the Outrider's cycle, he can be knocked off the cycle. Mm. Then but it's up other... to him to stand back up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But other than that, he can't be targeted. Okay. Without that penalty. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That's... It's like a strategic thing where you could reposition the Medico, but if they get injured while they're on the bike, where then they're fair game, that kind of spiders out and doesn't allow them to help the rest of the team. Yep. Yeah, uh, the brawler down is uh, a brawler keeps playing until he is disabled by his wounds or until he surrenders. Brawlers who surrender too easily will end up seeking other career opportunities. Whoa. (laughs) Wait, wait, what does a brawler do? Like surrender, like hold their hands up. I give up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm saying like is a oh 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 because that's the just the, the raw player. The... Yeah, just the I, player. I see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. I should have made that connection. Okay. Uh, they have a surrender switch they can trigger at any time. The switch activates a pattern of bright yellow neon tubing woven through his uniform. Okay, cool. Wow, it sounds like they really got the safety part down pat. Oh yeah, because I mean you have to think they're pouring money into this. They want it to be profitable. But it seemed as like a huge red flag or like you probably aren't going to be one as many teams if you even are on a team afterwards if you surrender. Yeah, surrendering is kind of frowned upon. Usually it's you go until you take enough wounds to be incapacitated. Gotcha. (laughs) But I mean, it's there for players that if they feel like they're going to cross over into a serious injury, they can activate the surrender. Mm, okay. Okay. So it's not just the, I mean, it's, 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 if you know that if you continue, you're going to be seriously injured. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, if the, if the team is all taken down or if everybody surrenders or a combination thereof happens then it's considered a wipeout and the game is over yeah that makes sense now is 
much fun if the competition is out of commission. Mm-hmm. You have two to four officials that cover each city block of the brawl zone and officials wear extremely heavy armor that usually has, like I said, the glow paint on them to be marked as referees. This is to like avoid collateral damage? Well, so they don't get targeted. And uh, officials oh. also carry tasers with them just in case. Oh, if they do get... If they do get attacked by a brawler thinking that the brawler can get away with it. Gotcha. But yeah, that sums up uh, Urban Brawl. I do have a list of North American Urban Brawl franchises. Ooh, okay. Of who owns who. Uh, we've got the Ares Predators. Uh, guess who owns them? Uh, Aztec, te- uh, Aztec Technologies. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Damn. The Ares Ares. Oh, owns that's the my Ares second predators. guess. Okay. Mm, Ares got, owns the Ares Predators, I guess. This one. You've got the Atlanta Butchers <laughs> for the cost. Hey, my boys. This one actually, uh, I thought was fantastic. In the UCOS, there's the Boston Massacre. Oh, that's <laughs> they're called the Massacre. They're called the Boston Massacre. That's so good. That's, that's a very so good, good on so many levels. That's, that's a right? very good name. It's very yeah. offensive, but it's a very good name. No, no, uh, no. I feel got... triggered and upset, but it's a very good name. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the Chicago uh, Slammers. The they're Cincinnati... all fans of Pogs. Yep. The Cincinnati Lasers. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Cincinnati, known for their lasers. Yep. This... <laughs> Denver Thunderheads. Yeah. All right. It... That's fair. Okay. Uh, here's another good UCOS one: the Detroit Nightmares. Ooh. Not okay. Bad. Not bad. Uh, the Caribbean League also has a brawl team, and the Caribbean League is. Cuba, Havana, Virgin Islands, uh, all down in that area. They have mm-hmm. the Havana Gorillas. That's okay. Good. There, of course, is the Lakota Arrows. Hell yeah. Uh, the Miami Spears, also part of the Caribbean League. The Miami Spear? That's an awful team name. <laughs> uh, Quebec sporting the Montreal Assassins. I do like that a lot. Just it's not a word I would associate with Montreal, so like that's uh, the Draco Foundation has um, a brawl team. Hell yeah! Member Dunkelzons created. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Mm. yep. They have a brawl team. They're called the Mountain Dragons. Yeah, that yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh there's the New Orleans Tombstones. Nah, that's all right. They're looking pretty good this season. New York's New York Slashers. Whoa. <laughs> New York Slashers. That's a little on the nose, but all right. Mm. Yep. <laughs> uh California Free State, of course, has a brawl team, the Oakland Terminators. That's fun. Do they only have one? Because that's the more surprising thing to me. Uh, they do only have the one. That's actually surprising, considering that they've got like five NFL teams. Mm-hmm. In in you know in current in reality, that's uh, I can't <laughs> believe that they got away with only having one. Uh, Renraku has a brawl team called the Renraku Invincibles. I feel like that's a missed opportunity for them. 
They could have been like the Renraku Shogun's. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, right? the branding could have been a little bit more on point there for sure. So so missed. Uh, Seattle, of course, has their own brawl team called the Seattle Screamers. <laughs> yep, named after their uh, infamous uh, Tridio stars, <laughs> I assume. Uh, the St. Louis Slaughter. Okay, that's a little derivative. That's you know alliteration works with with, it, it with sports teams. Let's be <laughs> it fair. It really does. Uh, Atsland does have its own brawl team. They're mm. the Tanaktalin Volcanoes. Wasn't the volcano eruption one of the big things that was caused by the spirit dance? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. I just wanted to make sure that that was. <laughs> not, I wanted to make sure that that was that that was remembering that uh, correctly. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. You you remembered yeah. correctly. Yeah. All right. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, those are some of the major named ones. I mean, I feel like the the one I'm probably most disappointed with would be New Orleans going with the tombstones. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. I, I'll give it to them. It's not the terrible. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. But um, my oldest brother lives in new orleans and uh he's a huge baseball fan Mm -hmm. and they had uh they had finally gotten a minor league uh triple a team down in new orleans that was like the new orleans miami kind of southeastern united states uh farm league division Mm -hmm. and (laughs) there the the i believe the team ended up folding in like 2019 because they moved out of new orleans but they were called the new orleans baby cakes (laughs) and they have legitimately the most nightmare creature mascot for any sports (laughs) team i have ever seen what kind of cryptid is it (laughs) if you don't know what a baby cake is the baby cake is in reference to the king cake which is something that they give out um during uh ash wednesday Okay. Uh, around Mardi Gras season, oh, and boy. the the king cake is just a cake, but within the cake is a little tiny plastic baby. And what? so, what most companies and and people will do <laughs> is they'll have king cake parties where you bring a king cake, and then if you find the baby in the king cake, you get like some prize for it. You get some type of prize. It's supposed to be good luck if you find the baby. Can confirm. Can confirm. The mascot is a nightmare creature. So the mascot (laughs) for this team is like a hyper cartoon drawn baby with a baseball bat and a baseball bursting out of a cake. But the cake looks like it's like this lower body of like some type of centipede creature. <laughs> so it looks, like this, it looks like this horrible caterpillar nightmare creature. Someone and was playing too much Resident Evil 5. <laughs> I am the most upset because the one thing that I had asked was I asked my brother to get me a jersey of theirs before they folded. <laughs> and, he and he didn't. didn't. And I'm uh... so sad. Because I wanted a New Orleans baby cakes jersey (laughs) so bad. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Oh my god. So that's what so that is forever my context of if a sports team has a shitty mascot, it could always be worse. (laughs) Because they could be the baby cakes. Oh geez. I I I honestly didn't need to know that that existed. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, happy, I'm gonna see that. I'm happy that I could pass that into both of your guys' nightmares. I'm gonna tonight. see that face when I go uh, to sleep, oh God. <laughs> and I will proceed to not sleep for a week. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, Thanks, man. 
So, oh God, one of the other six world created uh, pro sports that's very popular. And by the way, Urban Brawl is definitely more popular in um, North America than it is overseas. Although, yeah, that checks out. Europe, yeah, really checks out. Ha- Europe does have some of their own brawl teams. It is slowly gaining more popularity, nice, but, nice. but it's still far more popular in North America. Uh, the one that is more popular in Europe is actually combat bikes. Yeah, Ooh. death race. Let's go. So uh, originally it was conceived when two rival go gangs went to battle in front of cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of gangs apparently fighting each other created entertainment. Yeah, for real. So, 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 real quick, just off of that, just off of that description alone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Urban Brawl is NASCAR, <laughs> and this is F one. Is is I is is what I'm assuming you're. Uh, well, the the comparison that they give is as soccer is to football, combat biker is to Urban Brawl. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the goal of Combat Bike is to capture a drone mounted flag and land it in the opponent's goal circle. You have to grab the snitch. <laughs> yeah. The Combat Bike Arena is uh, football sized, divided into a maze with four lanes and features a skyway track that runs over the middle of the field. This sounds infinitely cooler than Urban Brawl. <laughs> the I, nine, I gotta be honest. The nine-member teams ride a variety of machines and carry an assortment of non-lethal weapons from maces and nets to riot guns and concussion grenades. This sounds amazing. <laughs> I want all of this. So picture a bunch of... Uh, picture six dudes on Harleys just with like gladiator weapons. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this sounds like a dream. I, I do not see an issue here. Uh, Combat Biker is also sort of soap opera like for sports fans. Cameras will follow players on and off the court and delve into their personal lives and generally paint them in the worst possible light for maximum ratings. You so love you go. to see it. You've got two two sports that were specifically created in the sixth world thanks to gang violence. <laughs> and uh, they turned into soap operas. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. We're yeah. really peaking here. The, this is this is peak entertainment. Uh there's also um personal combat is pretty popular. You said personal combat? Yeah, personal combat. You would think like boxing and MMA ultimate fighting, right? No. Right. I, I, I would expect one-on-one gladiatorial death sport at this point. Um, well, in most leagues, cyber uh, modifications and adepts are allowed. Yeah! Let's go! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, advances in cyberware have actually led to the creation of an ultra weight class 
What? Oh, that's pretty cool. You have to be 200 kilos and up to participate in the ultra weight. You can oh, only no. imagine the type of cyberware that they're rocking to be able to add that much weight. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also a gladiator type sport as well where you wear heavy armor and you have melee weapons and you just go and beat the crap out of each other <laughs> in true gladiator fashion. To the death? Uh, no, again, it is to the no, knockout. to the pain. It's always to the pain. Always to the pain. <laughs> it's so, actually surprising. Of all the things I'm hearing in Shadowrun, like the fact that these sports aren't murder sports, like they're actually thinking in the long term of well, meeting. Yeah, you're live. corporately sponsored, so... You've got a bunch of new yen in it. They want the money and the marketing. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's a lot easier to also like talk people into doing this and not have to be like, by the way, if you get a bad game in you, you're done. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know? <laughs> uh, I will also tell you that there are two different Olympics. Mm-hmm. Like we have today. Uh no, no, I don't mean just winter and and summer. Mm -hmm. That's what he meant. <laughs> I meant that there's the normal Olympics of winter and summer, and then there's the awakened Olympics of winter and summer. Oh man! So adepts and people that are magically active have their own Olympics. That's, you know, again, like everything just seems like it would be infinitely more interesting to watch, like props to them for continuing the facade of the normal olympics in the face of cool olympics mm -hmm. but i would rather <laughs> just watch cool olympics because that sounds way better uh so um fans of football rejoice it did make it into the sixth world they did it they did it however uh there are some restrictions you cannot have cyber limbs nor can you have go-go gadget arms. But any other type of augmentation is okay? Yeah, you can have dermal sheath. It, it's fine. Okay. Okay. What about, like, rocket feet? Is that a thing? Uh, that is not a thing. <laughs> oh, shit. And that, well, that, would be, that would be covered under cyber limbs. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be. That makes sense. <laughs> Dang it. I just wanted to see rocket uh, feet. Man. They also changed uh, just a little bit to better accommodate the talents of cyber jocks mm. for the pro leagues for football, the field, the football field is now a 150 by 60 meter field. Jesus what? Christ. Yeah, the football pads have actually grown more dense to be like actual armor, and the football itself is now denser. It weighs two kilograms. Okay. Yeah, football is now more gritty. <laughs> Even grittier. So we finally get the XFL that we've always clamored for is what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you get. Sick. <laughs> that's all I've been waiting for. Balls, but heavier. Yeah. Oh, and they, they do not bar uh, awakened individuals from the G NFL. Give me my give me my cyber augmented he hate me. That's all I've ever wanted <laughs> in my life. Not only is there the NFL, there's the DFL. 
which is drone football. So is that just like watching robots play football? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Mm, I gotta be honest. <laughs> I don't understand the appeal there. Well, drone football runs just like regular football, except mm. that each team has a budget that they must allocate between offense, defense, special teams, and most importantly, repairs. I gotta be honest, this is kind of just sounding like BattleBots with more steps, and I'd rather just watch BattleBots. <laughs> they're also fl- Wait, no, are they flying or are they all grounded? I'm assuming they're grounded if they're playing football. I don't know what it's like in the, the um, near future. Doesn't, it doesn't specify. I assume they are also all grounded and probably rigor adapted. I would hope that they would have like the linebackers would be like uh, like have like tank tread legs. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yes, obviously. Yeah. Why is that a thing? It. It's it's the only the, way. The quarterback's arm is literally just a rail cannon. He just puts the ball onto. <laughs> just... Okay, you know what? I'm talking myself into this now. The more that we're the more that we're going, the more that this hypothetical drone football exists in my I head. I wasn't interested and now I'm interested. I'm starting to get into it, guys. So uh yeah, that covers all the entertainment. That's living in the sixth world. I mean, all things considered, it doesn't really seem like as much of a nightmare as I as at least I was expecting going into this segment. You gotta have some yeah. breaks from the misery. Yeah, like um, all things considered, it seems like all the bases are covered. People that are normal within the society kind of have all of the creature comforts that you could want out of a hyper evolved well, technological you know landscape I mean, there's only one one other aspect of living and that's food mm. yeah you got plenty to choose from yeah yeah a lot of it is um <clears throat> soy based or uh, excuse me they're what now uh, most food, especially those that you get in the fast food variety, are soy-based products. Mm, I, I think you misspoke. I, you meant to say, like, meat. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, sorry, I'll try that one more time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All packaged products, pre-packaged, mm-hmm. and things that you get at fast food restaurants are soy-based mm-hmm. products. Mm-hmm. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. Now, so easy. I have a question. What about my testosterone? Well, you'll be happy to know that the soy doesn't work like the soy we know of today. Oh, this soy is bioengineered. <gasps> like soy lint type of scenario. <laughs> um, you uh... might want to lean in that direction, although it's not from people. Not yet. <laughs> Wait until we get to, to, to twenty ninety. Who's to say? <laughs> Modern health and safety standards mm-hmm. uh, meet stringent quality requirements. Uh, while the latest advances in genetic engineering allow farmers to produce crops and stock designed to get maximum out of their environment. Mm, okay interesting so it's mm-hmm. basically like what if tofu won kind of i mean there's <laughs> other foods still exist it's just 
if you're getting fast food, this is what you're getting. Gotcha. Yeah. So every burger they call is an them, impossible burger. <laughs> uh just about, yeah. Yeah, okay. They call them um both traditional and organic foods and new foods made from soy products, uh my mysoprotein and the like. The modern food industry excels at transforming mundane soy into a vast range of synthetic foods. I might have um, come back around to this place being a nightmare because if you're telling me I can't eat a steak, that's a steak from an animal that has been killed. No, no, but he did specify from fast food. So I'm assuming that like oh. normal food restaurants still exists. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. If you go to an Outback, you're still gonna get whatever Outback believes a steak is, and, yeah. and they'll but feed if, that to you. But but if you're going to the Stuffer Shack, and mm-hmm. you're ordering French fries, mm-hmm. those are soy potatoes. My God. <laughs> now the nutritional value of soy at this point, like. If everything is so, I mean, like, is it healthier than just eating bread? They claim that it is. Yeah, but what's the truth so easy? Come on, give us the real facts. <laughs> yeah, give are, us the inside yeah. info. I mean, I'm sure that Atsland uh, only ships the best in genetically altered uh, soy products. I'm feeling like that's not an accurate statement. I I could be wrong on this. I'm starting to feel. Look, I have an exclusive contract in the PR <laughs> department with. Ah, there it is. Ah, there it is. Ah, I see. Tell me what I... you know about the mysterious forces. <laughs> <laughs> the so sacrificing they... people on top of pyramids. I know it. So, so so they stole the nuke to make the soy. That's what you're telling me. That's what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about, as technology does not deal in thermonuclear weapons. Just answer that question. So much. Just answer that question. <laughs> why are you why are you holding up a small sign that says help right now? <laughs> <laughs> they claim it's better. Uh, uh it's honestly it's because it's cheaper and easier to mass produce. Oh yeah, I mean that makes sense. So yeah, you're you're tracks. cutting you're cutting yeah. corners. Yeah. 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 They don't actually care about the nutritional value. They just care about how easy it is to mass produce it and ship it out. Yep. And that studios are buying it. And or, uh, not studios, but the like the, yeah, the mass population. And, yeah. yeah. Well, when you own the restaurants and force them to sell it, well, and that's all a, they sell. I'm assuming that the other fast food chains have probably bought into the soy as well, right? Or does like every megacorp have its own soy? Because uh, so I'm gonna that let, is a nightmare. If that's gonna, the case, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret here. Oh no! <clears throat> Most of every fast food franchise that exists in the six world can be traced back through subsidiaries all the way to one mega corporation. Mm-hmm. And that and mega corporation is as technology. Mm-hmm. You're okay. eating food straight from Atzlet. Okay. So that's like pretty much just the majority of fast food is all as technology. They have cornered the market, um, so to speak. Gotcha. Um, any type of prefabricated food product. Gotcha. 
Okay. So it you may not think it comes from S technology because it doesn't have their stamped logo on it, but it'll come from some subsidiary that they definitely but it, own. But if you follow the paper trail, where does it lead? Paper trail. Back to the mysterious forces. <laughs> always. <laughs> As it always does. Look, as technology is dealing with some very bad, mysterious forces, and we will get into that when we start talking about the mega corporations. Mm. But this is living in the sixth world. There's your food. There's your entertainment. There's how you live in an apartment and how you get around. Well, I mean, oh, uh, segue. Uh, oh, oh, speaking oh. of getting around, what's the dating scene like? You know, I have to th- I have to think it's pretty crazy because you have you've got the matrix where you can literally look like oh, anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I mean you've got meta humanity, so I'm sure that creates a craze in and of itself. Uh I assume that the number of dating apps has quadrupled. <laughs> if not quintuple there's like corporately owned dating apps Uh, you know what i i honestly wouldn't be surprised yeah because if you like i would i would almost guarantee that that would be the case because if you live on like a compound Mm -hmm. you're only gonna interact with other people that are within that compound so i guarantee guarantee you that there's like yeah like like as technology nearby like you know select compound from housing unit number 1726 here we go with the here we go with the aries speed dating yeah (laughs) every other saturday that's on the seventh floor (laughs) (laughs) uh we're trying to find corporate love also tyler dating uh, is all determined by where your matrix jack is located so you already know what you <laughs> oh i am rearing and ready to go you already oh, know what you're getting into you know exactly everything what you're i've ever wanted <laughs> and more <laughs> oh man they're saying there's a chance <laughs> but yeah I mean, you you would have to think about how especially meta humanity has changed things not only that but what about uh people that are magically active oh yeah man. that's oh what, boy i got to create ma- like magic bloodlines and stuff Ooh. come on oh oh no oh wait oh keep God, the wait, magic this... pure oh, keep yeah. the no. magic pure you want your offspring to be able to sling spells too well and what better I... way than to try to hook up with somebody else that can sling spells and here i thought we were just gonna go into the 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 details of magical edging but then you bring up the magical <laughs> bloodline purity and suddenly it's not as fun of a conversation anymore <laughs> just <laughs> sucking the fun right out of it right away oh sucking the fun out of sucking that's what i was hoping we were doing <laughs> but then it just all went downhill only mages.com only mages. only mages christian mages.com oh my oh. god <laughs> Oh yeah. That okay, is. dragon. <laughs> okay. <That> is... <laughs> All right. That would, cool. be, <laughs> that would be a very boring website. There's only like six users, and none of them are none of, none of them have logged in since. It's the day just it a launched. place for Dunkelhausen fans to meet up and talk about them. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. If the shared interest of only dragons is just to talk about worm talk. Uh-huh. I've suddenly become more interested in this community. Oh, okay. It's just so exactly. niche, so that like 
it's a very wholesome you know yeah. community it's niche <laughs> to talk about the number one syndicated television show in the history of <laughs> okay the Tyler. okay why don't you go ahead and take that carl combat whatever back to the trash where it belongs <laughs> how dare you We're, are we doing this right now carl combat mage is a syndicated show it's fantastic how dare you it sure is thank you thank you you're welcome yeah, but I don't think uh, Carl Combat Mage ever did anything to better the lives and existence of meta-humanity like Worm Talk did. Uh, so, you know, I don't see Carl Combat Mage getting elected president. I could be mistaken, Not though. yet. <laughs> Not at Dunkelzod's UCOS, damn it. <laughs> Not my UCOS. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So but, uh, yeah, yeah. You got uh, got as, any follow ups for as, me about as, living as, in the sixth world? As I was saying earlier, like honestly, all things considered, not a nightmare existence. Yeah, you this know? was like a, this is like a a nice refresher episode to be like, you know, it's not all bad. Yeah. Well, till you think about how it's all... no, no, we that, don't that, corporately owned and controlled. And... We don't think about that easy. We don't think about that. Okay, we think about. Let me the... spend one week. We think about the 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 robot cleaning the apartment and the poop cameras. Those are the things that we think about. The important things, the and, real important things. And uh-huh. life is pretty good. <laughs> life, life is pretty good. Yep. Thanks, Mega Corpse. You guys did it. It's it's kind of one of those interesting things, like Tyler was talking about, where like honestly, just doing like like a role play, like a one off role play session where you just play as wage slaves would <laughs> be something that would just be entertaining. Because absolutely, it it would be easy to draw off of because for better and for worse, there are a high number of simul of similarities between sixth world existence and mm-hmm. our modern day life so i, I hope it's kind of cool i really hope that this has actually helped you appreciate more of what kevin had to go through i mean there's that but there's also just like the number of times that we've had to break into somebody's apartment now mm-hmm. and then having to think about well, what if this apartment is attached to a megacorp and there's actually megacorp security on its way because of a broken door lock that was mm-hmm. registered? And like mm-hmm. all of this is now like in the grand scheme of things, like also way more of a nightmare scenario <laughs> for like having to plan for things going forward when we're yeah. in the role play where we're like, well, did we check the registration of the building that he lives in? <laughs> Who owns it? I don't want to kick down as technology's door just to get a I couple thousand new yen. I don't want his Mr. Coffee taking a screenshot of me. <laughs> right? Like, as soon as I approach any building now, it's going to be balaclava on just so that way I don't have to worry about anything capturing me at any moment. Uh, I mean... Yeah, well, you've got all the surveillance on the street, too, from, like, security cameras and whatnot. Yeah, I assume that that's just kind of like, I mean, the UK has kind of already set a precedent yeah, I was gonna for say, that. So. I was going to say, th- think of it as the UK, and yeah. that is that is spot on what you're dealing with. And people in the Lone sixth star world... star on that CCTV footage right? daily. And yeah. people in the sixth world do combat it about the same way that some people have started to in the UK, where they're doing that, like off-kilter makeup you know yeah. where it'll ruin facial recognition yeah you see a lot of that that, that i would have common. to 
I would have to imagine that within the Shadowrun world, though, that you would literally have, like, digital scramble hoods that you could wear that would, like, prevent your face from being able mm-hmm. to be picked up by cameras well, and stuff like that. Def- definitely when the timeline progresses to um, augmented reality mm-hmm. and the wireless matrix, that is definitely something that happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, that checks out. I could yeah. see that for sure. But all things considered, not a it's terrible not place time. to live. Yeah. Not a terrible place to <laughs> yeah, live. Yeah, when we were like, nothing bad happened, you know, relatively in the grand scheme of things, that's pretty chill. Um, compared to the history that we've already gone over. <laughs> yeah, so, can, so, uh, a day in the life. It's not bad. It's not yeah, bad. Yeah, c- considering how we got here, this is too bad in and of itself. <laughs> it could, in fact, be worse. It could, in fact, be worse. <laughs>